yourself mad yeah, yeah exactly. exactly exactly all right cool let's jump straight in guys welcome back to the brothers geek out podcast this is the geek out session today we've got a special guest on we have been talking back and forth we have mutuals we've we've seen each other each other's works we've got gallagher photos on uh thomas massive thank you for jumping on dude i know it was last minute but thank you so much for jumping on man Oh, no worries, dude. Not a problem at all. It's absolutely fine. I've been really looking forward to it as well. So Awesome. So, yeah. so we have like mutuals, we have cross paths, but haven't actually physically met in the flesh yet, but I know we will sooner or later. Oh, uh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, but you've got an amazing catalogue of work that you do, man. Uh, the, the cosplaying, I mean, I see it as art anyway. So, you know, photography, videography, things like that. I mean... Mm, mm. What 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 was it? What you know? What 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 was it that made you feel like you know what this? I love this stuff, and how can I represent <laughs> myself doing it? Yeah. So I mean, this the this to me like this goes all the way back to like when I was a kid, you know, and, yeah. and realizing quite early on that yes, I was a nerd, I was a big geek. Um, I was very very passionate about you know the programs that I was watching, the cartoons that I grew up on, the action figures, you know, the full works like just across the board. Um. And then very, very early on, I started developing um, like like this passion for photography. My mum gave me a really old camera and it was like this rectangular shaped one. And and like you kind of pulled it out and then th- there was a button on the top and it was it was ancient, but I freaking loved it. Um, you know, so it was just snaps of that time and I found, oh, you know, even my mum went, oh, you've taken some good pictures here. I was like, you know, 10, 11 at the time, whatever it mm. was. Um, so yeah, a little bit later on, you know, sort of teens now, I'm starting to develop it a bit more. And eventually I, I just pulled the trigger on it. I was like, right, you know, let's see if I can do this. Um, and then I was like, okay, well now I've got the camera. Who and what do I take pictures of? And of course, Comic-Con, you know, provided the best opportunity. I was like, well, well, here you go. You know, these are my people. This is my jam. Let's do it, and and the rest, uh, as they say, and as everyone else now is uh, is, is history. Because uh, I've I've just loved it, man. It's allowed me to be as creative as possible, mm. push my uh, you know push my editing skills, push my photo skills, and and yeah, it's it's been a really really fun ride. So it was that like a self learn project, kind of like a hundred percent, yeah. So I I've taken, uh, I took maybe I think it was a six week course in just like the very basics of photography. And I used to travel to Harrow with uh, with a friend of mine, um, a fr- friend of mine named Mad V. Uh, she was great, um, and she's also a photographer. Or you know, she was learning to to be a photographer then. So she was like, "Look, I just found this place. If you can make it, let's do it." Travel down to Harrow. The lessons were about an hour, hour and a half long, and I had the most basic ass camera at the time. and you know that they would talk about things i'm like i I just can't do it with this camera yeah um but you know i've done what i could uh my work then was uh let's say experimental others might say shit excuse my language Uh, it's all right it's fine (laughs) we allow you to say what's on your mind on here so there's no boundaries yeah yeah um but it was all it was all a learning process, and through that, kind of helped me realize what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were, and then the rest of it, quite literally, self taught, jumping on YouTube, finding out how to do things, how not to do things, uh, and and yeah, and and the, the rest is purely me just going, see what I can do, see what I can do. Ah, oh, that's amazing, dude. That's amazing to hear because I'm I'm the same, uh, self taught. Uh, just was interested you know comics and the the cartoons and the things we grew up with kind of just stuck with me in my you know later teens and it was like you know I stopped I've I've always drawn but I stopped for like 15 years like oh and I I I realized I mean life happens you go to college alcohol all the rest of it kicks in (laughs) and then you're like uh you know, you, you you forget a part of your childhood that you thoroughly enjoyed. And I think mm. after my first divorce, when I went back, uh, when I when I went back home, uh, I realized mum had kept all of my stuff. Oh, incredible. Yeah. So I went, I was, I was, I was in the loft and I went through the stuff and I was like, oh my God, I was an amazing artist when I was six, like 15, yeah. 16. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I forgot this, but all of that creativity flooded right back to me mm. in that moment. Mm, mm. And I remember pulling out some random piece of paper and some I found some felt tip markers and it projected it just started me into doodling this, away. Yeah, just projected me into this journey. But I mean, in between that 15 years, it's not like I wasn't creative still. I still did. I did. I was working for Jessup's. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. I did jump into photography and videography and found creative ways of doing videos and editing. And I learned, mm. you know, Premiere and Final Cut by myself and, you know, watching YouTube tutorials as well and, and realizing, oh, you know what? I, I really love this stuff. I mean, what can yeah. I, you know, go on to next? And, you know, a podcast was born eight years ago with my brother because he lived abroad and we're quite a close knit family. And I keep reminding people about, you know, why we started this was to talk about our passions and what we love. So it's, it's always nice to have somebody come on and tell us about their journey as well. But I mean, a bit of cosplay in there as well, dude, you, you do. So like, you know, <laughs> yes, I, I yes. see you, you do like the Punisher. Is that, that, is that your favorite character? Or... I, no. So I did, oh. definitely, definitely one of my favorites. So my yeah. absolute favorite uh, is, is the big guy, uh, you know, with the S in his chest. Yeah. Um, he, he to me, you know, the, the character to me, me means like a, a massive, massive deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, and, and again, it's all kind of tied up in my memories as a kid. Uh, myself and my dad used to watch uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman, uh, obviously the first Superman movies that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and every time it was on, you know, like no, no matter whether my mum was in there, my brother, you know, we, we all sat down and we all watched this movie. Now, my my family is not the most nerd family in the world. Mm. In fact, in fact, my mum and my brother aren't nerds at all. But my dad and I, oh, we, we loved it. We would sit down with it. You know, he, yeah. he'd sit in like his favourite little spot on the couch and, and you know, I'd kind of like be right next to him. Um, and yeah, we just grew up. And then again, obviously the more Superman content came out, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had Smallville, absolutely love Smallville. Um, all the cartoons, the Justice League cartoons. Um, and, and I'm actually re-watching the Justice League cartoons like now because they're on a uh, Netflix at the moment. So awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of going through that. But yeah, big guy. The more I grew up, however, then, you know, the, I started kind of expanding, um, you know, my, my list of catalogs grew up on the x-men 92 cartoon mm-hmm. um and and still to this day i will argue that as probably peak cartoon era yes uh, agreed like, 100% like with, agreed. yeah 100 um you know that iron man fantastic four yes uh j- just a spider-man of oh, like, oh my god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so so yeah superman my absolute favorite uh i actually recently j- j- just as a chance to plug it i don't know if you can see oh, it sick. yes i can see the kryptonian on there <laughs> yeah yeah so so you know i i got that just the other day um nice and 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 yeah just i, I i've kind of taken the ideals of superman mm-hmm. and applied that to to real world life um, but I do have my darker side. I think everyone does. Yes. Um, you know, even Superman does. Even Superman does exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Punisher, one of my favorites. Uh, it was a nice, easy cosplay for me to do. Loved the Netflix series Very and good. and John Bertnall. Um, it and just that 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 vest he had, man, was just oh, it was incredible. And I had to um, do it. I just... No, it's 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 a great it's a great it's a great cosplay. It's a... That actual suit is actually probably one of my favorites. I remember my brother, he, my my youngest brother, he collects uh, one six scale models mm. and stuff. And after he sort of punished her, he was like, "Hot Toys haven't released one yet. I'm gonna build one myself." He was like, "Kibs, can you uh, draw the skull on the chest?" Oh, amazing! Uh, yeah, and yeah. so he got me like a bulletproof vest, like a small one, and I I got to do that. And I did it with Tipex. <laughs> I remember Uh because I was so excited and I was like, oh, I don't have no paint markers. And I did it with Kit Tippex. But I'll show you guys an image. I'll I'll flash it up on here. But yeah, that that show was absolutely awesome. And it's a very cool cosplay. And my brother, he's even though he's an anti-hero vigilante guy, it's my brother's favorite. My my brother who lives abroad is favorite. He's Mm. like adores Frank Castle. Mm, Uh, mm. He's in the crossroad. Well, well, they killed him off in the comic books. 
couple of times now. Yeah. So like now they've got. Did you hear about the new one? Yeah. So, so I, I've seen I've seen the updates for the new one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a little bit behind, but I know kind of what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know obviously about the war with uh, with Matt Murdock and Daredevil yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So so yeah yeah yeah. I'm, it's uh, interesting. I'm not too sure what to make of the new guy, but time will tell. Yes. No. Um, definitely. And, I mean, uh, I suppose it's hard to let go, isn't it? Sometimes we're we're, we're so ingrained yeah. in that 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 character. Like, I mean, as Superman plays a big part in both of our lives. I mean, mm. it's the ideals we take off those characters, isn't it? It's the Absolutely. morality. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's what connects us to those characters. Uh, I mean, man is still. I mean, what the first Superman is, you know, the pinnacle of you know all the movies that have come out. They use it as a blueprint for whatever mm. they do. So, like, Absolutely. that that character does mean. He's the one who started off. I think I got my first Superman comic book at probably 11, 12. It was the John Barnes Man of Steel series. One, mm, it was like a six-part mm. series, and my uncle gave that to me. And all I can remember was just drawing that Superman when he leaves leaves his mum and dad, like, flying in the air. It's like probably one of the most iconic parts. I actually designed a poster that has that image because I drew it so much as a kid. Wow. Uh, so... Like yes, uh, yeah, Chris and Christopher Reeve. I mean, what he did with that character as well is King. absolutely yeah. amazing. It's, I, I actually, I actually saw a video um, of uh, like them interviewing Christopher Reeves mm. back in the day, and he was talking about how, um, you know, how how we got into character for Superman, and you know, the, the, how he wanted to do things, and how he was trying to be the most positive person. Uh, mm. He could on set and away from set uh, because he realised the importance of the character. And it's like you know when you've got an actor doing that, it shows that they really love the character, they understand yeah. the character, yeah. and 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 yeah, just you you can't. And as much as I love Henry Cavill, and I do love Henry Cavill as Superman, Christopher Reeve is just he, he's just there, man. Like he is, you, you, he is. You, it, it, he's he's essentially you know the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, uh, you know of DC that you know that, that, let's put it that way you know what I mean <laughs> exactly no totally agree totally agree uh, there, there, there's no other person that same thing I adore Henry Cavill and mm. all, 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 all the supermen that we have got in the journey Absolutely. I mean Tom, Tom Welling what he oh. did for Smallville you know brilliant brilliant even though it took him 10 seasons to fly I was I was still invested <laughs> I was still invested oh man I, I feel I feel like we waited that those 10 seasons for like maybe 10 minutes worth of flying action <laughs> but you know what the payoff the payoff <coughs> was, was just everything that everyone wanted watching that show and it was just no, like definitely, you know, definitely. Re retrospect yeah of course we, we wanted him to fly for like maybe season 2 or 3 <laughs> but um, <laughs> but no seeing him in the suit making him fly was exactly it's a great character journey and I think mm. people people forget that when 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 now that we're like, I personally think we're oversaturated with the amount of stuff that we get on the screen now. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's just me personally. I still love it, but I still feel like we, we're we're at a fatigue of so much content coming out. And one mm. thing I loved about Smallville was that, you know, you're not just telling me about what he is as a, a hero with powers, uh, but as a human being of what he's going through on an everyday basis that I'd be go that, that I would go through as human beings. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think people have lost the mystery in things, mm, and mm, and mm. and and I love that in the comic books. I love that in TV. I love that in movies. That there's a mystery to it that makes my mind work. It's like Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Like oh. everybody came out of that cinema and had a conversation. And Nolan has done that with every single film he's made. The, he has. You know, all of, yeah. even with the the the, the Dark Knight. Mm. The conversations. I mean, I saw Batman Begins, which personally is my favorite Nolan film. Mm. As much as The Dark Knight is a great comic book, actually yeah. great movie. It's yeah. a great yeah. movie. Batman Begins, the way he did things in a non-linear time format, going back and forth, and talking more about Bruce and not Batman. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. adore that journey. It, uh, it humanized the character like a lot. Yeah. Um, and and I really like, and, and I remember saying this, it was the most grounded Batman movie I think I, I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, um, me and you, we grew up on, on the Keaton Batman um, 
but a hundred percent just batman begins and then obviously subsequently the dark knight as well just it was just so grounded i and... saw it twice in the one day oh like, dude, I so came glad. out of this screen. Yeah, <laughs> I went straight to next one, right? I'm so glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, but Nolan, Nolan's got something amazing where he's like, he keeps you uh, mentally engaged and mm. visually engaged as well. So, like, mm. it was like, mm. I remember coming out of that screening with my friends and I was like, fuck, I can't believe I've just seen what I've just seen. Uh, i catch you guys later. I'm going to go watch it again. Yeah. And I remember the person at the ticket was like, I swear you just went and saw it. I was like, I have to see it again. Yeah. And then, you know, I think I watched that in cinema like 12 times. So it's my favorite. Yeah. The, the <laughs> soundtrack, the visuals, like I just, for some reason, I related to Bruce on a different level. Mm, and, mm. Uh, you know, The Dark Knight did the same thing to me. But then Inception, you know, that was another movie that yeah. I ended up going in the cinema straight away after the next screening because I was amazed at what Nolan did and then Interstellar and so on. And like, I feel like it was engaging cinema and what he did with a three hour movie with Oppenheimer was put us in the first person, made me feel exactly what Oppenheimer was feeling at the time when he was building towards it and the mm. aftermath after it and the in-between. It was like, we we don't get character development in some of the content that we get with like, you know, the comic book stuff at the moment now. And I yeah. feel like it's like just uh, creativity on that form and then there's so much going on on that side of the of the world when it comes to hollywood and you know the strikes and things like absolutely, that absolutely everybody deserves their piece of the pie so oh, I, I support 100%. them 100 yeah, uh, yeah but yeah it's they've pumped out so much that it loses the the quality and yeah and, and quality. I, I think i think we're seeing that more now with with the disney plus shows yes. than what we've than what we've ever seen before um they, no, they, exactly. they seem to be on like a gradual rate of just it, it, in terms of quality and it, and, it, and it just appears to be dipping down quite no. fast and, and very very noticeably well so like it's interesting because you know we, we've had the conversation about ai and mm, uh mm. you know secret invasion had a really good premises of using the ai art in their intro yeah, but then I yeah. felt like they used AI to write the rest of the script for the last three episodes. <laughs> so I personally think, like, you know, it started off so strong, so grounded, you know, really good, engaging characters. Yeah. Ta Talos and, you know... Uh, Fury. Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really good, good acting in this. Like, you know, they yeah. had some really good scenes in this. And then suddenly... It just dropped off the cliff, and I was like, "Shit, they must have got AI to write the rest of what, it." What what happened? Yeah, it, it was so. You know, again, re reading the comic book, um, yeah. I, one of the best comics comic mm. series that have ever been made. Right, I, mm -hmm. I think we can all universally agree on that. Yes, and, definitely. And you know, going into the show, I knew that we were not going to get anything like the comic book. Okay, just because in terms of how they done it in the book wasn't going to be possible in, in terms of the MCU. The scale of it is too big. The, yeah, the scale of it. Way too, way too big for a TV show, right? So automatically, that, that, that's that got to sort of bring down your expectation levels anyway. Mm. Okay, now when the first sort of two episodes came out, as you said, very grounded. It was like, oh, okay, bit of espionage, bit yeah. of, you know, thinking, guesswork, you know, going backwards and forwards. The, the opening scene... Um, from from episode one, I think to me personally was the highlight of the series, um, because it was just so masterfully done, mm -hmm. you know. And and at the time you were like, oh, oh, he's been a scroll this whole time, like, like <laughs> <you know. laughs> and, it made you think. Mm. And and the thing is, is that if they had continued that along the entire series, and made it an espionage type you know type thing um made you think the whole time kept you guessing the whole time i mean let's be honest we all figured out roadie was a scroll quite early on very <laughs> early on very early on very early <laughs> sorry excuse me that's no, all right um yeah sort of quite early on and it's just like i i, I needed more from the show you know no they, they, which they which they could have done and i'm mm. not sure what it was to to what extent they they kind of fell off track because it was like Talos and Nick Fury's uh, bromance yeah, yeah was the heart of that show and I feel it like was. they they touched on some really 
big subjects that is happening in the real world right now. I mean, that scene on the train when they talk about humanity accepting scrolls, you know, that's that's for everybody. That we can't yeah. get along with each other, <laughs> let alone trying to introduce a new species to it. No, like, exactly. Was such a really good and premise. And I mean, that that's what that's what certainly Marvel do in their comics, but that is, you know, you, you see aspects of that in all the other shows and in all mm. the other films. But then they just kind of dropped that. Yeah. Uh, after that episode, and then you know, obviously Talos ended up dying anyway. And it's yeah. It's just like no, no, that was the engaging stuff. Everything that you were talking about on that train is everything that we as the audience want to, yeah. you know, want to see, want to hear upon, you know, want want to digest it, think about our own morals and our own concerns and everything. That's what makes the engaging, you know, the, like the engagement within the show and. And then, yeah, and then to, to me, Gravik became less and less and less like a threat. Yeah. Um, as, you know, as the show uh, sort of progressed. The the bit where they're trying to assassinate the president in his convoy, um, I, I really enjoyed that because, again, it was very engaging and the mm. way that it was done and the way that it was shot, excellent. Um, but th- there are some massive, massive, massive plot holes and... Mm. Unfortunately, when you do sit back and look at it and you're like, well, okay, from those couple of engaging parts that we've spoken about, there's everything else. <laughs> no, happened. exactly. You know, six episodes is not enough. 30 minutes no. is not enough. No. Uh, to, 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 even if you ground the story, mm. it's still not enough time to kind of explain the, the, the threat, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Because you're doing it, you know, introductions, first two episodes, Three, four, five, six, seven, you know, it's an absolute mess. And it's like mm. if, if Marvel have suffered that. I mean, I feel like my favorite shows that have come out of it, which felt like it had time to breathe, was uh Wonder Vision, uh, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier, yeah. Loki. Uh and I do have a soft spot for Moon Knight. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have a, not Same. many people give that a, a, a lot of credit. And yes, it had its you know the, the the downfall towards the ending and everything felt rushed but i just you know oscar isaac's uh, portrayal of the character and what he was going through and you know uh, you know grief and you mm. know, depression and things that we go through in humanity you know it's a it's a great way to introduce it into you know the i mean marvel is supposed to represent what's outside of our window of but course. sometimes yeah, yeah. it's a bit too much but you know I, I love what they did with that character i love the suit mm. i love you know the I'm a visuals guy, so when I see that, it's like I'm gonna just my sketchbook and do this drawing. Uh, but it's a bit of a weird one. Oh my god, you sneaked in! I I, I was gonna say I saw a sneak in <laughs> just pop you, up in the side. I'm like, oh, you hello. sneaked in, Alara, silly girl, <laughs> bless her. Uh, I was kind of wondering what's going on. Uh, <laughs> there you go, guys. I've got this little bundle of joy that sneaks into most podcasts but as long as everybody you know i did an interview with matt reeves before mm. the batman came out mm. and uh it's probably one of like my it's a really great moment to to geek out with somebody at that level where you feel like you know that's hollywood status and the rest yeah of it, but yeah yeah he's a he's your normal everyday geek as well which is amazing he he could talk for hours like i sure they gave me like 10 minutes but he could have went for i knew he would have went for like an hour or two <laughs> yeah, because yeah. how much he loved that project but in the moment my daughter did the same thing <laughs> but because i didn't have the background blurred all you saw was her lifting up her toy piano yeah bringing it into the middle of the room and she's yeah. like daddy i'm gonna play you a song no and i was like i'm in the middle of and matt Reeves was like you know it's all right, dude. Go go see your daughter. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Like, deal yeah. with her first. Uh, daddy first. And I was like, oh, amazing, amazing guy, amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, she really put me on the spot there. And I was like, she was like, I need batteries because it wasn't working. So I was like, so cool that she can yeah. sit there and play with it, and I can do this interview. And you know, it works out really well. Uh, but yeah, really, really cool, cool guy. Uh, great, great moments, man. I've got to say, as a fan. We get right really great opportunities now. I feel like mm. the studios want to work with fans more. I mean, you've yeah. done a couple of screenings and and like you know, you've seen how they interact more with the fans and they want cosplayers there, they want the fans yeah. there to represent uh passions that they love for this. I mean, when did you start? What was your first sort of screening oh. premiere where you were like, 
Oh my god, I can't believe I'm actually here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Wow. So I I, I think the first one for me was funny funny enough um one that i wasn't meant to be going to at all mm -hmm. um so my, my my partner um she was invited to go to the enchanted premiere ah uh, i may have gone to one before that but I, yeah th that's certainly like kind of the first time that i remember it uh you know being 100 percent there um i was gonna wait for her you know i was gonna go off do my own thing you know she had been invited and all that sort of bits and pieces um and then i get a call and i'm sitting down in wagamama on the south bank right you know i'm just tucking into my food and they're like so um there's actually extra tickets and if you want to come like you know the, the organizers said that you can come and i was just like yeah i'm kind of like you know face <laughs> down in like my chicken katsu um <laughs> uh so yeah quickly finish that up Excuse and yeah. uh you know, walk, walk down. I think it was a blue carpet at the time. Uh, you know, mm. walk down there, uh, and and it was it was a very surreal experience because everyone had already gone through, but fans are still there, press was still there, and then you got me looking like a sack of shit because you know? <laughs> I hadn't dressed. You know, there was no cosplay. I just yeah. had my normal clothes because I wasn't meant to be there. Just walking down this carpet and. And, and it was just me, just walking down, you know, uh, uh, our friend who had the tickets. I obviously came out to meet me and stuff. But yeah, and everyone's just looking at me, just walking down this carpet. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing here either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I've, I've been to a bunch ever since. Um, and, you know, I don't I don't always get to go or anything like that. I, I, I just kind of, I always consider myself very lucky when I'm mm -hmm. invited. Same. Um but uh, certainly uh, a couple of the most recent ones were um, Across the Spider-Verse and mm -hmm. the Transformers premiere. And obviously Transformers is a, is another big, if mm. not the biggest, yes. um, like thing of mine, for, you know, for me from my childhood. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of my friends know that. And certainly one of my friends who's, who organizes everything, uh, you know, he, he knew that. And, you know, he was straight up the phone to me going, yeah, we're going to do this. Let's go organizers have invited us and uh and yeah i just we, we just have a great time man and amazing. and 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 you know that's kind of what it's all about i feel it heightens the event you've mm -hmm. got a load of passionate fans there cosplayers you know if we're cosplaying mm. um yeah it it, it, no. it just it, it just heightens the event i feel no of course it does of course it does i uh i'm always humble and excited and mm. Uh, there's a lot of gratitude that I give to the studios as being a fan because, you know, all I offer is a, is a fan's perspective of something. And, you know, I'm happy that I still get the content that we get now. Mm. Uh, and the fact that you guys can drop me an email and say, you know, do, do you want to come to watch this? Do you want to do you want to come meet this person? You know, it's a great honor. I mean, shout out to the guys at DC Comics in the UK. You guys. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Really, for me personally, as an artist, as a person who's been a fan well still a still a avid fan of the mm. product that and you know i never thought in my entire life like you know i'm 41 years old that i'd be standing there with the director talking to a director talking to somebody that is passionate about creativity absolutely and, yeah and and giving me that opportunity it's, it's unbelievable I, the kid inside me is still screaming shouting like Gibbs, this is really happening. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah really, that's it. Yeah, it's that kid. It's that kid, and 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 it keeps us. It keeps us young at heart. It keeps us young at mm, mind. Mm. Uh, it's just something that's still like I still yeah. It's still unbelievable, dude. Like I I keep telling like my brothers and 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 my family like I still can't believe. You know, I'm 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 just your average guy. I'm your I'm your yeah. I'm your geeky dude. You know, yeah, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who loves this stuff, but I didn't realize that how your passion can come across to somebody and say, you know what, mm. this guy absolutely adores this. We need him here. I think he'll have a great conversation, and we did. I mean, I got to meet Angel for the director for Blue Beetle, and mm. we ended up partying the whole night. And you know, it was his first time in London, and he didn't realize how much of the culture that we we take on when it comes to you know his his Hispanic side. Mm. Mm. His Hispanic side of you know what we I mean we grew up on Cypress Hill and all of that stuff so Absolutely, he, he's got yeah. these great references 
that he he came up with and you know he's a big fan of anime he's a big fan of you know the x-men and it was like I'm geeking out with a guy who's just directed this hundred dollar million, you know, hundred yeah. million dollar $100 million movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started talking about anime, and like I went back into my uh, background of like you know the Fist of the North Star and the oh, Giver. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, like when you know there are some things in it that remind. Like I think Blue Beetle as a character reminds me of the Giver. You know, Giver was sure, the first okay. character that I kind of related to, and then it was like, I think what was it that I watched? It was the one with Mark Hamill, Mutronics. They called it Mutronics. They yeah, changed yeah, it to yeah. Giver later yeah. on. You know, they 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 sold it with his name, and I was like, "Ah, oh, what happened to him?" And he just played this really, sh- you know, small role in it. But I, <laughs> yeah. I fell in love with the suit. Mm. The suit looked amazing, and then you had David Hyatt do the dark guy. Uh, sorry, uh, guy of a dark hero, and I was like, "This is this is so awesome! It's unbelievable!" And you know, having a conversation about Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that to somebody who's done a project like that, it's it's truly inspiring because yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you, it's not every day you get to have a conversation with some. You know, you think back in the eighties and nineties, mm. and the fan interaction now, it's amazing, oh, dude. Yeah, ma- massive, massive difference. Amazing. I, I was, I was actually going to ask you. I, I don't, I know you can't speak too much of the movie or about the movie at all. But was the how how was the event itself? The Blue Beetle event. What was, oh, it was it? good. It was great. Yeah, it yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. It was very. It was really good. Very good. Very good. So yeah, Enjoy- I can't say anything. Yeah. I love. Well, I, all I can say is I watched it. You know, yeah. what? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. good I enjoyed good. it. The main thing yeah, is for yeah. me is like you know we're getting to see characters that are coming straight from a comic book page onto the big screen. Mm. So I'm grateful that we get that the 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 creativity behind it, the imagination, the like. How do you represent something that comes from a comic book page onto the big screen? I mean, as as you know, Superman is the blueprint. Superman yeah. the movie yeah. is the blueprint for all the movies that come out now. You know, an origin story is really hard because we get so many of them. Yes. Uh, I yeah, think, yeah. I think the one that kind of did it quite well was, you know, Tom Holland Spider Man, where we didn't have to see that, and they yeah. just started it with just, you know, he's already but, but, in it. Because and 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 that's kind of the thing. Like, it's it's such a well established character that you know, kind of e- even if you are just like the casual film goer, you still kind of already know his origin story yeah and and, exactly. and there's been and there's been so many movies before now that if you don't know the origin story then then you've been living under a rock for the past <laughs> you know 20 30 years you know what i mean like it's it, yeah i i i like it when movies go okay no look this guy's already established you know maybe we can have some throwbacks to it in the movie but mm. we don't need to dedicate the movie to that moment, yeah, yeah, to the entire origin because no. everyone knows already, right? Exactly, um, exactly. And and you know, obviously, with certain characters like Blue Beetle, I, that's probably what they've got to do um, because he's not certainly as mainstream as say what Superman, Spider Man, Batman no, are. No. Uh, and as you said, because he's quite literally jumping off the pages of the comics now to the movies, they're going to have to explain who who this kid is, right? Mm. For the casual movie guy. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but yeah, you know, I I like it. Um, Batman Begins. You mentioned it earlier. Again, not so much of an origin story, um, no. but you know, very very earlier on, uh, you know, in his career, I adored the movie. Uh, that was another movie which I ended up seeing so many goddamn times because it it was just the music, the 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 uh, the chase scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, j- just ah, oh, it was it was incredible. It, it, you know, and I like it when a movie does that. It doesn't focus so much on the origin. Have throwbacks to it, sure, but go. This is your character. This is who he is. Doesn't matter how we how we got here, really. This is who he is now, or she is now. Let's go for it. Let's you know just run with it and see what kind of movie we can get. And I think I again, I, I think me me and you can agree the Batman was an incredible movie. Oh, dude! Like, yeah, insanely good. Like, insanely. Yeah. Like the, I the only thing I wanted more was the narration. I don't know why. Yeah. It just because yeah. it had that sort of noir. It was feel so to different. It. Yeah. So it I was, was like, so you know different. what? Like my brother, he loved that beginning. He was like, that's what got me engaged. You know, mm. as soon as he started talking about, you know, the night, I was like, shit, this is awesome. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, you got a guy who, like I me, mean, Matt Reeves, has put so much love into the character. 
like I'm a big fan of Nirvana and I was like you man you had Bruce Wayne listening to Nirvana when mm. he was taking his costume off I was like yeah, this is yeah. insane Incredible. I was like like I, I was one of my questions it was like what was it that made you think you know like, I'm gonna put this track right here this mm. is gonna be his song and and he said the same thing it was while he was writing that script he had that track on repeat and he was like this is perfect for this Batman yeah, and he just yeah, put yeah. it in there and I was like it's amazing that you could take out elements of your of your creative process and pop it into the script mm, as well, mm. which is really good. No, absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. And so, what one like one of few people that that can incorporate things like that into movies. I mean, I think George Miller, you know, what he did with the Mad Max series was absolutely amazing. But to yeah. bring back Mad Max Fury Road into a story which is just you know just thrown out there into. I didn't have to know much about, even if you didn't watch the previous movies, mm. this guy has just thrown me into a race right now. My heart was yeah. pounding in that movie. Mm. I think mm. I did, I watched that a couple of times this summer. I, I loved what George Miller did in that. He encapsulated like, encapsulated, like this moment in time, like lightning in a bottle, dude. Like it's like yeah, very one much of my so. favorite films in the past, what well, that decade anyway, uh, when it came to action, because it was like, he and the colors and it just looked it's a beautiful movie oh, and even in black and movie. white black yeah. and white the black and white version they brought out is stunning as well so i'm starting to enjoy the the noir look in movies i think james mango did uh logan in black mm. and white as well which is amazing mm. as well another great i wouldn't even call it a comic book movie no you, you, you wouldn't but but it doesn't need to be a comic book movie no it doesn't it's, just a great in-depth character and when you do that character right and and you know you film it as you know a very particular way and again the black and white version of logan was just mm. chef's kiss it really was it was <laughs> stunning um and, and and yeah and and you know that's it J- just d- don't focus on it being a comic book movie just have this really engaging character mm-hmm. film it in you know, a very particular way, a very particular style, and you will have, um, you'll have the audience flocking. You know of what I mean? Course. Like, it, it, like that, they will want to eat it up, see it several times. That's where you know, that's where the you know Matt Reeves Batman. Uh, that's where that succeeded. It was so different. And again, the Nirvana, uh, sorry, the Nirvana uh, song. It was such a different side to Batman that we had never seen before. Exactly. The narration, we didn't really get that. You yeah. know, and it, they either focus on it being a superhero or an action movie, and it's like, well, actually, no. If spend a bit of time, do something different, and and it will just capture us. And and it did. And, He's a yeah. detective. It's what we want to see. He's a exactly. Exactly. He, he does detective stuff. Come on, let's see him. You know, let's let us see him do 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 that. And yeah, something that will, mm. I remember coming out and be like, that's not anything that we've seen before. Nothing like no. we've seen before. No, nothing absolutely. like we've seen before. So. It's amazing that 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 we got that. Uh, I know we jumped into like the movie scene and mm. stuff like that, but you know, a couple of uh, premieres and screenings that you've you've done. Sure thing. Uh, with your photography, and you, I mean, you do a lot of the comic cons, and what is it that inspired you to kind of like say, you know, what they, I, I, I want to, I want to take pictures of people, and mm. I know Comic Con was the place, as you said at the beginning, where it was like. These are my people. These, this is who I. This is my, you know, this is my shit. This is, this is my jam. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is my yeah. jam. Like, you know, this is what I want to be doing. Like, I mean, how do you like when you, when it comes to picking characters and when you when you do comic cons? Like, do you you've got a special? You go to a place, you set up, you let people know you're there, and you take photos. Is it like that or? So, I, um, it, it it's it's really changed and adapted, uh, sort mm. of, uh, you know, uh, over over the years and, and and time that I've been doing it. So when I very first started uh, and very first started going to, you know, going to cons, when when I first started taking my photography seriously, I was going, you know, I I was having like this internal sort of thought monologue with myself going, okay, well, now what do I do? How can Mm. I take this further? How can I develop my skills? How can I keep pushing myself? Yeah. Um, And uh, I do a lot of street photography as well um so you know very very often i'll go somewhere usually up in london for the moment just to you know inflation and cost blah 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 <laughs> um but uh but yeah you know go there take you know take pictures of buildings people you know whatever i find eye capturing mm. you know that that that's what i do 
Um, and, I, and I could have carried on doing that. And I'm sure, you know, that that could have, you know, I could have really built on that and stuff. And I still do. But at that time, I was like, right, I wanted something a little bit more eye-catching, colour, mm. something that's going to interest me. Um, and, that, and you know, that that's that's kind of where uh, Comic-Con came into it. And when I first started going there, <clears throat> I was a little bit of a nomad, always wandering around, not in any fixed position, asking people if they wanted their pictures taken, I mean, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a few people um, that that took me up on it. I met another a, a whole bunch of photographers um, at my first con, uh, and that was great. Some of which I'm still you know friends with nowadays. Um, then when I started going to MCM, uh, I was like, okay, well let's have a bit more of a plan now. So I'd set myself up in one location. Okay, Pe- people would would book slots with me um and then you know i'd say well this is where i am or i can come and meet you but you know this is where i am um and i would take pictures there that started to become insanely busy for me uh to the point where uh i wasn't eating and drinking which which is a big no-no uh at a con um (laughs) (laughs) and i wasn't seeing the event at all i was you know I, i and at that time i was paying money to get in yeah yeah um and and I was just like, okay, well, this has got to change. I was coming away from the weekend, really tired, absolutely exhausted, not either drinking pro- uh, properly. And, and mm-hmm. pro- props to my friends that would bring me food and water throughout the day because they'd seen that I just wasn't giving myself a break. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so again, you know, that changed, and I've taken almost, I guess, like a step back mm-hmm. in terms of how much I shoot at con, um, you know, me dedicating time. I'm, I'm much more now, okay, if you want to shoot with me, that's cool. Just come and find me. Mm. Uh, or, you know, say, you know, drop me a message, go, hey, where are you? And I'll tell you where I am. And and that, just like that one tiny thing has now helped me enjoy the event more, see the yeah. event more. Um and and reduce the workload from the weekend as well. No, I don't uh, blame you because so, editing, so, editing is hard. It's mad. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> editing is hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I still enjoy it. Um, I've still got a backlog of photos, but that's more because there's a technical uh, problem on my end, okay. and I, I don't know whether you've noticed, but on the video, it looks like I'm looking up rather than down at the camera here. Um, but that's because uh this is my my laptop camera but there's ah. nothing on my screen like my, my <laughs> screen stopped working so oh, i can't no. really edit photos oh, um no. so i have to uh, hook it up to the tv for the moment okay um but because it doesn't actually ref- accurately reflect what's on my screen the colors yes that's right the colors and, and you know I, i've tried calibrating it and i've got it as close as i've got to get but it's still not the same um yes. so so that's that's helped me back quite a bit um oh. and, and there's obviously a, a cost and of course of course there yeah. is of course there is no i totally understand you color color uh, i remember those days when trying to like Just... collaborate my screen to get the right colors and and stuff like that and now i've moved on to like digital art form as well like mm. i've mm. realized like i do a, a massive sketch on there and like you know spend eight hours on it and then suddenly you know print it and be like you know they say these wacom screens are collaborated like straight away so you see true colors no man mm. i had to go in there and yeah. sort it out myself because i was like man this just came out so wrong uh yeah. but i totally understand that but yeah i mean there's a there's a cost involved into it which is which isn't great at the times we're living in at the time at the no. moment now it's, no, uh, it's no. a hard graph for everybody and i know people are starting loads of stuff along the way and you know you're gonna have your ups and downs on your journey guys because mm. you know, as you were saying there now like you know when you were at the comic-con and you were shooting consistently and not having a break and not hydrating yourself and i mean the the post blue cons that you had like the the con blues that you have after like you know it, it play it plays a big big part to to us because i was yeah. the same i used to i used to sell toys at comic cons i did oh, it amazing. for i think i did it for like five six years 
Mm. And then, you know, the costume went up and then the toys weren't selling. And then, you know, everybody did the same things at the same stores. And, you know, it's, 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 it, it gets draining. And, and the thing comes, cons are really busy. Like Friday, it's all right. Saturday, even Sunday, Mad. it slows down. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's hard to kind of control the peaks of your emotions mm. in, in, in the process. Mm. But yeah, you're not eating, you're not drinking. But uh yeah it was it's a tough craft i mean now i just go there to actually just enjoy the cons catch up with people and you know and and that's yeah and yeah, you know that that's that's pretty much it um it's so certainly you know after covid you know the first proper mcm back uh that that was a massive feel-good weekend everyone was so glad to see everyone you know it was the first big event you know return to you know normality and, and form and all of that um and it was so good but then certainly after that weekend and every subsequent one after that, it's just been a massive massive slug it's been so busy and 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 it's just you know I, again the, the, the steps the steps that i've taken yeah. are more so to make sure that i'm enjoying the event yeah. uh i'm protecting myself from burnout and and you know j just kind of managing of course, of course, of everyone's course. expectation you know for, no, for, it's, it's... for why i'm there best way possible i don't blame you that first weekend back at comic-con i i left within i think two hours really I overwhelmed i felt the anxiety mm. kick in the claustrophobia kicked in and sure. i mean there's one thing most of the cons do they do they do love overselling some tickets oh they do yeah it, it, it got me and it's weird it's, i've never been i've never been like that con was always the place where i'd love to be and my peoples were there and Mm. you know I'm, I'm i'm speaking to different artists like that 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 come into comic you know, in the comic alley uh, artist uh, alley and you know i geek out with them i talk you know we do sessions and i ask for advice and what i can do to make my artwork even better but Absolutely. that day my emotions really it flooded me dude and i yeah. was like oh my god like this is what happened after covid is just how i feel because i've been mm. at home all the time uh, I'm I'm much better now though, but I know how much of a big part it plays when it comes to mental health as well. I mean, oh, massively, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard because I know sometimes we can be, you know, most of us could be extroverts, some of us are introverts. You know, it's 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 a weird transition from, you know, from where I was when I started my journey to where I am now. I feel yeah. like, you know. I've networked more with people now than I did, you know, years back. But then it's the people I can relate to. Yeah, uh, yeah we have yeah. a common ground. We maybe not like the same superheroes, but yeah, we find yeah, common yeah, ground. Yeah. And, and and it's also, and I guess it's also in like a more controlled environment as well. It's exactly. not just you know in your face, cover card, you know, whatever the case may be. It's now okay. Well, no, we we can you know we can talk at a one to one, you yeah. know quieter scenario maybe yes that's uh, right. you, you know that's right. or, or you know it, it, even even when going to premieres it's like you know yes okay we've got all of the madness outside for the event but you're still able to to speak to the people from the movie engage yes. with them at least on some level um yes. you, you know and yeah it, it, it's it, i like that <laughs> yeah same here same here because it gets overwhelming i think uh when we met you know, I'm I'm butchering his name, and forgive me, Angel, if you're hearing this. No. But I know there's, it's, I know it's pronounced in a different way, uh, but it's spelled Angel, so I'm gonna call you Angel, dude. So it's all right. Uh, but like, yeah, it's, it gets overwhelming. You you do a day, you do two days, and you meet, yeah. you geek out, and then then back to reality. Slept when I went back to my work. <laughs> the next day, I was like, oh man, I'm feeling it right <laughs> yeah. now. This is. Yeah you know yeah but then you know like it's it's the experiences you take on and you go kind of go from there but i mean me and my brother we're quite big or you know advocates of mental health and mental mental health as well mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. for you when you as you said you, you you you're bogged under with so many projects at the moment and 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 the amount of workload you've got and 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 the images you've got to edit still and and it probably plays on your mind i mean mm. just to give some feedback to the, the the listeners and the audience were like you know how do you uh, we have our bad days that's just of course of the, course the, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the nature of it how do you deal with some of your moments when you're like thinking oh shit Ooh, okay so i mean uh i, I won't go into too much detail no 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 so, so certainly the beginning part of my year was actually very very tough Ooh. uh and and i think i well i could tell you for a fact my my mental health was was non-existent Mm -hmm. um and you know i i've 
bit, bits and pieces happen. I've had therapy. I'm kind of back to, as you can see, back back to a level where 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 I could do this. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, good on you. Good yeah, on you. Yeah. Good on you. A absolutely. And 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 that was important for me, but it it was a massive eye opener for how I deal with things, how I choose to approach things now. Mm -hmm. Um and and yeah, photo editing is uh, you know pl plays a massive part of that there are so many things uh that i want to go do mm. um i actually uh was the director of photography for uh my first my first indie film project really nice. um uh, and that was a little while ago and it's someone that i've shot with before um you know doing photo work and <clears throat> you know she, she was like no absolutely i'd love to work with you you know let's do it and it's for me that came after like i said the, the beginning of the year and i i look at myself now going okay well, well that side of me was was you know back then i've learned from that experience mm -hmm. um i keep myself in check more and mm -hmm. if i need to stop or I need to slow things down, then that is what I do. Um, you know, when my when my screen went on my laptop, that set me spirited again. I was just like, oh no, like now what am I gonna do? I've adapted, you know, yeah. I'm using the TV screen. It's not the best thing in the world, but it will do until I can get everything else sorted. No, uh, and, and at least, you know, get through. And I think certainly um patience is a big key um for me and you know maybe for others as well but to have time with yourself to be realistic with yourself uh i think you know it, it is another important thing for me and to not be and i'm very very guilty of this as as, as i mentioned earlier trying to be a people pleaser Mm -hmm. um in, in the sense of trying to meet everyone else's needs before meeting the needs Yourself. of me no and 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 that's you know again i i took steps before everything happened uh you know i've reduced my workload i do things a certain way now i've you know certainly at cons it's come find me if you want to shoot with me mm -hmm. but there's no booking slots or anything like that and okay that's good. you know that's helped me up here I don't mm. walk away with so much con blues now. I certainly don't walk away nowhere near as exhausted as what I used to be. Um, and and yeah, it's it's and, and that's what it is. Just applying that to more real world. Just be realistic. Be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think that's how I am going to continue to move forward. Work smarter, not harder. That's right. Exactly that. Exactly that. Uh, there it is, guys. There it is, guys. That's amazing. Listen, dude uh i could go on and i know we oh could go no on doubt yeah, no doubt. Like that. Yeah, yeah. i think what we could do on the next episode which would be great to have you on is whatever movie we see next mm, mm. give it a nice little breakdown yeah that would be that'd be awesome i think that yeah, that'd yeah. be great that'd be great i mean i, I want to leave it on a positive note and you know work smarter not harder because that's something that i took on uh therapy has helped me in my process during mm, my mm. times as well uh I, I wouldn't say anything but it was great to get a different perspective I suppose very much so somebody yeah. sees me and the people mm. pleasing part is hard hard enough that I think at one point social media had made me come to a point where it was like I need to please other people and I forgot yeah. the moment of I go back to the my early post and it was all about what I loved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think as good as social media can be, there is a lot of bad that comes with it. And I think no things in the the mental health aspects of it because we we don't do it on purpose. It our mind it, just it's, it's like that. very yeah, it's very easy to fall into. Very, very exactly. Easy you into. start comparing your work, you start comparing with other people and you end up because like I became judgmental, man, and it's something that I never been my 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 family didn't teach me to be judge judgmental. My no. religion doesn't teach me to be judgmental. Mm. Everybody has a place, uh, and I didn't get it at one point, and it was because I was convoluted with all the shit that I was seeing online. And hopefully, 
you know, we're talking and getting my my part of it and other life, you know, life plays is it's a balance, isn't it? Yeah, so it much is. comes comes in both. But I mean the the, the fact that we can <laughs> excuse me, talk about it and kind of go from there has really helped me kind of say, you know what, I'm not doing shit for other people no more. I'm doing it for myself. But of course Absolutely. I'm gonna uh I'm not here to please other people. I'm here to please, you know, myself. A bit selfish, but We've got to be selfish, man. We've got to look after ourselves in the process. The, the, the way that I see it is that if you if you treat yourself right and you show your passion in the work that you're doing, then you're automatically serving that to others because that's why they watch you. They watch you to see how engaged and how enthusiastic and how passionate you are about the content that you're making. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and social media side, that's what we want from the people or things that we're watching. Yes. Just to see the passion. And then that, ignites our interest our our passion and exactly. yeah and, and that's all it has to be it's got to be man it inspires each and everybody i think i spoke i mean we have a a good friend michael michael Angie. michael yeah, uh, yeah you know i got him on the podcast i think i saw his cosplay at the dr strange sure, sure. madness yeah and i was like dude like you know we've we've crossed paths but we've never actually spoken let's get mm. you on the on the podcast comic connoisseur oh my god great guy great guy yeah oh yeah. my god the knowledge that pours out of this guy mm. we vibed on a different level and 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 ever since then you know we've i've got to meet a great community of people that have jumped on the podcast yeah. including yourself and mm. getting to geek out is just absolutely amazing so no dude when 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 we're free next again definitely would be amazing to get you back on the show 100 uh, thank you to. for the time uh guys please uh where can we find you so people oh, can... Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so across most of my socials, if you search Gallagher Photos, you'll find it there. On Instagram, it's this is Gallagher Photos. Uh, on TikTok, Gallagher Photos. Uh, my website is gallagherphotos.org. Uh, Twitter, at Gallagher Photos. Um, and I've made it as easy as I can to, uh, for, for, for guys to find me. And it would be awesome. great to see everyone there, interact with everyone there and uh awesome. no guys make sure you yeah. guys go click on the links below because i'll have all the links in the description here and if you're listening on all the other streaming platforms that we have this on then guys check the description go fo follow Gallego on his journey he's got some amazing work up on there very very charismatic and he's got a great visual style that you guys need to check out so please <laughs> show some love and uh we will definitely geek out again i think what's the next movie that's coming out uh so i'm actually seeing the meg 2 tonight but okay, I think, cool. uh, but I think the next movie after that's going to be uh, June, like like big movie. I think is that this year? Yeah, isn't it like next month? I may be wrong on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was this year. I thought it was like I feel like it's this year as well. Let's see, June two, the new standard. I feel like it's this year as well. I thought it was next month. Like no, you know what? You're right. You're very yeah. right. You're very right. It comes out 3rd of November. Hey, there you go. And, and yeah. there's the Marvels after that, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did, where did the year go, dude? But, but, but because, because the Marvels aren't going to get an IMAX screening because June 2 yes. has exclusivity rights for like three weeks or whatever. So Perfect. And why not? Uh, I mean, the yeah, first, well, one first one was amazing. Brilliant. I think yeah, what yeah. Denise, Denise does visually... Dude, like, oh my mm, God. Mm. watching that in the IMAX for the first time around. Incredible. Hans Zimmer's soundtrack, the sounds, yeah. the You know what? Like, it's, it's if a book can, and I know there's, I mean, when they've had to change quite a lot again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, man, like, these, it's, you, it's you compare so it to good. what we got in like the 80s mm, to, mm. to now. And, I, and I've, guilty pleasure, I still love. That movie oh no doubt because no of doubt. the physicality of it and mm. the 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 you know the making of the props and the costumes and everything like that uh i just love that so but what they did with this was it's just absolutely amazing and i can't wait to see paul's mm. journey continue uh but yeah man visual style man i i love it i mean it's like something like what gareth uh ugh. is it gareth andrews gareth edwards who did godzilla and rogue oh. one Godzilla's my boy. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Get, get, Gareth Edwards. You yeah. know what? I I need to correct this because one it's, day yeah, Gareth Edwards Godzilla. I'm, yeah, I'm he sure. did Godzilla, yeah. and he did Rogue One, and he's doing a new film with Denzel Washington. Son, I can't remember. 
called the it's creator. Not the equalizer, is it? No, no, the creator. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah! Oh god, yeah! I want to see that film so. That badly. looks amazing. That looks incredible, amazing. right? Yeah. Again, yeah. The, the scenery. It's just the visuals, isn't it? It's mm, like mm. I love it because it's giving me that post Akira look to it. Mm. I love that, man. I love that. But all right, cool. Listen, before we keep babbling on and I, and I don't want to keep you away from because <laughs> because it, it's easy to do so. <laughs> it's so easy to do so. Again, a massive thank you for jumping on, dude. And uh, yeah, man, have a wonderful weekend. We'll catch up soon. No doubt. You too, dude. And uh, yeah, thank you again for having me.